Hey mama, you and I both know losing weight and living a healthy life is about the food, but it's not really about the food. We've been conditioned from a young age to conform into these tightly wound up balls of untruths, processes, and ideals that are not our own and don't serve us. Leaving behind a tornadic path of shame, guilt, regret, and unfortunately, unwanted weight gain. Mama, we are straight up stuck in this mess and we have lost our way to happy and healthy. Over the last six years, I have worked with hundreds of mamas and nothing has become more clear to me. We must unravel what we think we know and push past these false teachings and empower ourselves to make choices that serve us and lead us to the life we want to live. Mama, unraveling can get a little messy at times, but we're mamas and getting dirty is a part of the gig. Here we go. Well, hello there, sweet mamas. Happy Thursday. Listen, it is the summertime. I'll be really honest with you. I just changed out of my sleep shirt, put this cute little purple tank top on, threw my hair in a pony, hit record on my computer, and here I am because whether it's summertime or the holidays, I have committed to showing up for you guys and pouring into you when it comes to your health, your weight loss, your nutrition, motherhood mindset. And so here we are today. And what I want to chat with you today are three health and nutrition lessons you'll want to teach your kids this summer. So summer vacation is here. It's it's right. We're in the thick of it. Some of you just started. I've been in it for a month already, which really feels crazy. We've only got like six weeks left of summer, which makes me very sad. Although I do have a love-hate relationship with summer, right? Obviously it's so much fun, but how am I supposed to get everything done that I need to get done with those crazies on the other side of this door causing all kinds of noise and needing me, right? So it definitely is a different kind of a juggle. But one thing that helps me stay on track in my life, in my business, in my health over the summer is getting my kiddos involved with their food and their nutrition. I teach, or should I say, I reteach my kids these three health and nutrition lessons every single summer so that we all have a happy, healthy, and a fun break. And I know summer isn't a time for lessons and learning and your kids aren't going to want to do anything that feels like schoolwork. This is why I'm gonna show you how to easily teach your kids the important truths about nutrition without it feeling like school. There's no need to sit your kids down and have them take notes while you're going to lecture them about food. Instead, I want you to practice talking to your kids about nutrition daily as it comes up naturally. The great thing is that opportunities arise for us to teach our kiddos about food multiple times a day, every single day, if we take the time to notice it and pay attention. So anytime you go to prepare food for your kids, you have the chance to teach them about making healthy choices. Plus, my friends, more is caught than taught. So if you're living a healthy life and showing your kids by example what healthy living looks like, then they're going to catch on to a lot more than you realize. Here are three lessons you can sprinkle into your meal time, snack times, and in between to set your kids up for success this summer. Number one, are you ready? Food and nutrition is a give and take relationship. One of the biggest reasons that I want you to use this summer break to teach your kids about nutrition is that I want them to learn about nutrition while they are young. I want you to set a solid foundation for them before they grow up and are on their own. Most of us didn't have that foundation when we were left home and we had to figure it out on our own. I don't know. I don't know about you, but I don't want that for my kids. I know that when we were home for the summer, we had Kool-Aid, peanut butter and jelly. We had Otter Pops and really any bag of chips or Oreos or cookies that we wanted. And then 
<laughs> I don't know if this rings true for you. If we ate all of that Monday and Tuesday of the week, my mom was like, sorry, guys, whatever's left in the fridge is what you get for the rest of the week, right? So that wasn't being replenished every other day. And so I want you to be able to show your kids how they can have the good for them foods and the fun for them foods and not run out because they ate all of it Monday and Tuesday and they had to make it till Friday with those things around in the house, right? So it's a really great opportunity for us to show our kids boundaries and to teach them when it comes to food, whether you're home with them or you're at the workplace, right? Like no shame, no guilt. If you work outside of the home, you can still make this happen and you can still teach them these things, right? I also have two daughters and I especially want to teach them that food isn't bad, that they don't have to diet to be beautiful, that they don't have to restrict food or be good with their food choices to be skinny or to be accepted. I want them to have a very healthy relationship with their food. If you ask my daughters what's important to them about food, they will tell you right away, it's about fuel. They'll never tell you it's about being a certain size. It's about not having cellulite. It's about fitting into you know a certain pair of pants or being a certain weight. Those thoughts do not even come across their brains. And I talk to them about food all the time. And I want this for your girls too, because my friends, when their friends come to them, they say, hey, Kylie, let's go on a no carb, no cow, no this cabbage soup diet, my daughter's going to be like, are you crazy? I've got a soccer game this weekend and I need to feel this body to show up and to perform the way that I needed to for that game. So yeah, I'm going to pass on that. Right. And this is why I teach my kids that the effort you put into your food and nutrition is what you will get out of it. Nutrition isn't about looking a certain way or being a specific size. It's about fueling your body to do all of the amazing things that you are asking it to do in a day. And listen, my kids are athletes, so I they ask a lot of their bodies. I ask a lot of my body when I go to the gym and when I'm keeping up with them. And so this means that they need to know how to fuel their bodies for this situation. And my friend, you and I need to know how to fuel our bodies for keeping up with those crazy kids. And nutrition isn't just for athletic kids, my friends. It's for every kid. They need to know how to eat well as well. How your kids eat affects how they learn, how they keep up with their friends. And when they're playing, it prevents future disease, right? And so much more. All kids deserve a healthy childhood. And it starts with us setting that nutritional blueprint for them. And even if that nutritional blueprint wasn't set for us, my friends, it's our responsibility. And now that you know, and you're listening to this podcast, it's our responsibility to set our kiddos nutritional blueprint, no matter how ours was set, right? That's our responsibility. So back to lesson one. Food is a give and take relationship. And when you give your body good food, it can produce good results for you. So let's dive into what good food is. I don't want you telling your kids that they should only eat steamed veggies and grilled chicken if they want to be healthy because no kid, let alone an adult, wants to eat like that. Instead, I want you to teach your kids about the different foods that fuel their body and how it affects how they feel. Unless your kids have specific health issues, they should eat a variety of proteins, fats, and carbohydrates. Kids do not need to restrict any foods or food groups. Instead, they need to have a healthy uh, relationship and healthy options available to them so that they can make healthy choices. One area that moms worry about for their kids is carbs. <laughs> can I get a yup in the comments? If you have a carbaholic in your home, I swear there's a minimum of one in every single family and carbs are super important for kids. Carbs are the body's first form of energy and kids need a lot of it because they burn a lot of carbs when they use up all of that energy. Instead of thinking you need to cut your kids' carbs because they only eat carbs, lean into it, my friend. 
provide your kids with healthy carb options. Now, listen, a big piece of this too is not propping your kiddos in front of the TV, in front of their gaming system, and then letting them veg out for the rest of the summer too, right? They won't need as many carbs if that's what they're doing. And so something that we can chat about maybe in the future podcast is, okay, how do I get my kiddo away from the gaming system and get them to start moving their body? Can we implement family walks? We'll get into that in the future, but There's a lot to think about here and we're responsible for a lot when it comes to our kiddos. And this is just another piece of making sure that we're raising happy, healthy, whole human beings, right? In my fridge, I like to have a lot of fresh fruits and veggies around so that my kids can go to those options before they grab fruit snacks, crackers, or candies. Now, listen, I have found this, that if I chop it up and have it ready in baggies or in containers in the fridge, my kids are much more likely to pull that container out and eat out of it than if I leave it in the bag that it comes in from the store, I don't wash it and I do anything with it, right? So that's going to be another great way for you to make sure that your kiddos jump into that. Another way to do this is to swap out some of your staples for healthier versions of that carbohydrate, right? So for example, I always buy Dave's killer white bread instead of the overly processed bread. Okay. That way, when my kids want a sandwich or toast, I know that they're getting something with a little bit of protein and fiber that's going to keep them fuller longer, right? Dave's protein killer bread has more protein and fiber in it than the regular white breads that my kiddos, that I would typically buy for my kiddos, right? So I just swap out and listen, 1% better, my friends, is 1% better. Now, I'm not saying that that white bread loaf is gonna change everything for them, but it's paying attention and doing one thing better for them in their day, right? Kids and adults struggle to get enough protein in their diet. So I like to make sure that I serve my kids protein at every single meal. And I make sure the house is stocked with quick and easy protein snacks. One of the easiest protein snacks for you to have around is beef jerky and deli meat. Okay, beef jerky and deli meat are really great to have on hand because it's really, really versatile, right? You can put deli meat in a salad. You can eat it plain, just turkey slices. You can wrap it up in baby bell cheese or laughing cow cheese, string cheese, whatever it is. You can put it on a turkey sandwich or a turkey wrap with spinach and some of their fun condiments that they like to put on there. Okay. So protein is really important to have around for them. Carbs. Let's think through our carbs. Let's give them fun options, but let's also give them boundaries with the fun options. And let's make sure that we have a lot of really whole foods in there for them as well. Fat is another nutrient that people think kids need to limit, usually because we're taught that fat was bad for us, especially if you were raised in the 90s. 90s kids, hey, uh, we all were taught that low fat was the way to go, right? But it's crucial for kids' developments and hormone health to have fat. So instead of restricting fat for your kiddos, try to help them choose good fats. Same thing here. Mama, listen. You are in control of the food that comes into your home. Make sure that the food is serving your family. It may take time for you and your kids to start reaching for apples and peanut butter instead of fruit snacks, but that's okay. Slowly help them change their habits and their perspectives on their food so that it helps them in their personal goals. That's the whole key. 1% better is going to move them towards where they want to be, where you want to be, where you want them to be, and a happier, healthier way of living when it comes to their nutrition, okay? All right, now, lesson number two, take ownership of your nutrition. This is one of my favorite nutritional lessons for for my kids because it makes my life so much easier. (laughs) Your kids need you to do a lot of things for them, but as they get older, they can take on a little bit more ownership of their nutrition. I can remember... Last, it was in 2020, not last summer. It feels like last summer. It was in 2020 when I had this epiphany that my kids could load and unload the dishwasher. Y'all, game changer. That gave me back so much time. This was another epiphany that I had. I can put my kids in charge, in control of their nutrition and what we're doing in our house 
with a little bit of knowledge and education and teaching them some boundaries to have. So depending on the age of your kiddos, they can help a lot with meal planning, prepping, cooking, and the cleanup. Not only will this free up so much of your time, but it's a life skill that too many kids leave the house not having, myself included. If you're a mama who likes things done a certain way, you might have to breathe through this process, but I promise it's going to be so good for you and your whole family. And here's the deal. Even toddlers can start taking ownership of their nutritional choices. One of my favorite tools for young kids is the snack bucket. Raise your hand or drop in the comments below if you've ever heard of or used the snack button button bucket. (laughs) I used to use this all the time when my kids were little because toddlers seem to always be eating. They always want a snacky, right? Instead of me getting up and getting them a snack every time they ask, I made up a snack bucket full of fruits, veggies, proteins, a few fun snacks that my kids could choose from each day. And once they were gone, they were gone. So they never asked me 32 times that they could have fruit snacks. They knew if they had the fruit snacks today and it was in their bucket and it was gone, it was gone, right? They could eat anything in their snack bucket. And when they got hung- when they got hungry and when it was gone, it was gone. And because I prepped the bucket, I knew that they would be getting healthy foods, but they got some autonomy to choose for themselves, which snacks they wanted. And the toddlers, my, when my kids were toddlers and their toddler friends would come over, they loved getting to make their own decisions. People love to have choice, right? And so one of my favorite, favorite things to do was to have the snack bucket. Okay. Now, One of my least favorite questions as a mama is the question, what's for dinner? (laughs) And when my kids were in grade school, I started having them help me meal plan. I would ask each of my kiddos to choose a dinner a week. It was a great tool because not only did it save me from overthinking what to cook each night, but I knew that there was going to be at least one meal every week that my kids would eat, right? Specifically my son, who is insanely, insanely picky. Also, I found that if he picked out the food, he was much more willing to be, um, daring with the vegetables that were on there because he got to pick the vegetables out, right? So if you have picky eaters, this is a great way to get them involved and to give them a say in what's going on. Plus, if you make a little extra, you can have the kiddo who picked the meal eat the leftovers when they refuse to eat something else later that week. That happened a lot for my son. He's he's a self-proclaimed carnivore and does not like fruits and vegetables. I know you guys, I'm trying, I'm trying over here. I try a lot of things. Uh, I've got a, a ton of blogs about no thank you bites and all the things that we tried. And if you're in that position, listen, take a deep breath. It gets better. It gets better. Last week, he had a full side of green beans and I about fell over, okay? Because that would have been a heck no just a year ago, okay? So keep showing up, keep putting it on their plate. They'll come around. So with older kids, I like to have them prepare one meal a week. The great thing about this is that if you start when they're young with choosing a meal, the natural next step is preparing it. You can have your preteens and teenagers do as much of the meal planning and prep as you want. I like to have them choose the meal, shop for the ingredients because only shop online (laughs) and prepare the meal. This is such a great way to set them up for when they move out of the house. You guys, I've got a freshman in high school. She's going into be a freshman in high school. She's got four years to learn this stuff. And when she goes to college, I want to make sure that she knows how to feed herself and her roommates. Because when I went to college, I had no clue how to cook and I had to live off of ramen. And that's not going to happen to my kiddos because it's not going to help them be the athletes that they want to be, be the school student that they want to be when they go off and they do this on their own. And eventually one day, the mom that they want to be with their kiddos and and guiding them and being the leader and the go-to when it comes to their health and their nutrition in their house, right? They'll go to school knowing how to read a recipe how to shop for groceries, how to cook, how to make it easy, online order, and they'll have a handful of go-to meals. Listen, 
I'm not saying that they're not going to complain. I'm not saying that they're going to love this. I'm just saying it's really good for them. And it's a really great time for you to unload some of that responsibility while they're hanging out at home all day long. And you're still busy doing all the things that a mama's got to do, even though it's summertime. Okay. It's an incredible skill set for them to have. And you are so capable of teaching them how to do so. Okay. There's so many more ways that you can involve your kids in preparing meals. And I don't have time to jump into all of those right now, but I have an incredible downloadable with more ideas that I'm giving away in my free Facebook group, Busy Mom Simple Nutrition. If you're not in there, run on over there. Busy Mom Simple Nutrition. Plus, I'm including my list of healthy snack ideas for you to start filling your snack buckets. Okay, so that was lesson number two. Okay, let's jump into lesson number three. I'm trying to keep this short, but I got lots to say. How to help mom fill her cup. Okay. Mental health is just as important as physical health. And I, like I've already said, summer can add another layer of stress for mom. So I want you to take some time to talk to your kiddos about how they can help you too. Mamas are always sacrificing a lot to take care of their families, but we all know you can't pour from an empty cup. You need to teach your kiddos how to help refill your cup when it's low, right? They can absolutely, listen, we fill their cup all the time. This is a family unit. We do this for each other. Now, What I'm not saying is you lean on your kiddos for happiness or you take out your frustration and your overwhelm or your empty cup on your kiddos. Not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is as a family unit, we can talk about like, how can I help you? How can you help me? Let's do this as a team and be a team and do this together. This might be one lesson that you do need to have your kids sit down and really listen to. But it's amazing how well they'll pick up on this on this uh, idea even if you just mention it in passing. Uh, There are often times where I start to feel really overwhelmed and I sit my family down and I say, all right, here's what mama needs from you guys. I'm stressing. Will you help me out? And it grabs their attention. They're like, yes, what do you need? We got you. We got your back. Okay. One of the most effective ways to teach this lesson is to physically show your kids what it looks like to pour from an empty cup so that they understand that metaphor. Okay. So you can grab the pitcher out, do the whole pitcher, empty cup pouring kind of thing, right? The next part is probably going to be the hardest. Your kids might ask, mom, what can I do to help you fill your cup? And a lot of us don't take the time to understand what we need to feel whole or or like we are being served while we serve others, right? So it's going to be super important for us to know, how can they fill my cup? How can they help me out today, right? What do I need? And then be very, very specific so that they can find success in helping you pick up the slack while they are home. Okay. So you need to understand yourself, your needs as well. And you need to know how to ask for your family's help. This is not a weakness. This is not, this is nothing but being a team and a unit at home. And a lot of times mamas think that filling her cup needs to be something big or extravagant, but it's usually the little things that help the most emptying the dishwasher, putting your clothes away, picking up the living room before noon, right? Uh, Putting your towels on the hook and not on the floor because it overwhelms you and drains your cup when you're emptying the dishwasher, picking up the living room, picking up wet towels from the pool, whatever it is, right? So here are a few ideas that might help you fill your cup that are easy ways for your kids to help you with. Doing chores without being asked, or at least doing it the first time that you ask, right? Trying not to fight, not bothering you during your morning routine, snuggling, helping to make dinner, getting a snack for themselves, going outside to play so you can have a few minutes of quiet time, not following you to the bathroom, (laughs) picking up their things, putting away their laundry. These are small things that may not feel very self-carry to you, but mama, you know that having one little task taken off of your plate can make a huge difference in your day. And I want to encourage you not to just come up with your list, but to have your kids make one for themselves too. That way, when they're struggling, the rest of the family has ways to pour into them as well. This can be a whole family affair where we talk about like, what drains my cup? 
what fills my cup. And we share it with each other so that we know how to come alongside each other and do this as a family unit. Understanding and knowing yourself on a deep level like this can empower the whole family. And it's worth the time to sit down with your kiddos and to come up with your list so that you can both help each other out when you're running low in the tank. Okay. I really hope that some of these lessons and tips help you and your kiddos have a healthy and a fun summer. I hope that you get to that to enjoy the extra time that you have instead of feeling stressed and overwhelmed about all of it during the summertime when things just kind of get a little bit frazzled and a little in your schedule changes and it just feels different. Okay. If you don't feel like you can teach your kiddos about nutrition and health and living because you yourself feel lost, then let's you and I talk in my Macros Made Easy program. We talk about this all the time. I educate my mamas. I teach them about the macros. I teach them how to set up systems and processes in their world that allow them to show up for themselves, allow them to step up and be the leader in their family so that they can guide their family on how to get to where they want to go, set nutritional blueprints, and live the happiest, healthiest life possible. If that's you and you need somebody to pour into you and to teach you and show you and grow you, I want you to reach out to me above or below, depending on where you're watching this video or listening to this audio, there are going to be directions on how to reach out to me, schedule a free discovery call, drop an emoji so that I can get in contact with you, whatever it is, follow that. I will chat with you all soon until I see you next week. Be well, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye for now. Mama, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for spending a little piece of your crazy day with me. I am hopeful that what I shared with you today allows you to put the pieces of your incredible life puzzle back together where it belongs. If anything from these podcasts resonates with you and you find yourself shaking your head, heck yes, mama, to what is being taught here, please hit that subscribe button and share this with other mamas who need to unravel in all the right ways. I created a place and a space for us to do just that. Go check out my free resource page with all kinds of goodies waiting to push you along in your success. Check it out at theunraveledmama.com forward slash resources with an S at the end. Here you will find tips, tricks, hacks, ideas, recipes, must-haves, and my favorites that have helped me crush my goals all along the way. Let's be action takers and move makers and take this to the next level so that you can find that sweet spot in your nutritional journey. See you next week, mama.